Has an abortion supporter ever lectured you about how much we're winning? Well, it's happened to us and it was kind of awkward. Come debrief with us. Hey y'all, I'm Lexi and I'm your host. I'm Ethan and I'm the new guy here on The Debrief and at Created Equal. Hey, it's Seth again. I'm not new to either one. I'm still around. Um, And so if you watched our... Uh, one of our bonus episodes between season one and season two. Probably listened, I think. Oh, what? Yes. It is a true. podcast. Hey, maybe you stared at your phone. I don't know if that would also be <laughs> Watching considered. the audio level yes. is a real fun thing to do. <laughs> sure. For sure. I think that would be a joy of a time. Um, but you would have heard Ethan. Um, and so Ethan is joining us fresh. He was here during the summer internship. Now is coming on for a gap year internship. Yeah. yeah welcome, Ethan. Hot off the press. Hot nice. off the press. It'll be really exciting. Um, Going from summer internship to gap year intern. That's a whole conversation, I suppose. But we're, we're glad you're here. Yeah, me too. Like I said, you were on for the summer internship. Now coming back for the gap year internship. What are you most looking forward to doing the gap year internship? Um, less homework. <laughs> less homework. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we hear that a True, lot. True, though. Does True. Uh, advertisement for our internship come where there's homework right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you like homework come do the summer internship ouch i'm i'm really looking forward just to um doing regular work in the created equal office and going on road trips and doing a lot more outreach yeah regular work for create equal is not what you think with regular work right regular work is standing on street corners talking to people yeah so maybe not regular work maybe a little odd odd kind of work but work so. Yes. Yeah. Definitely different than classroom work, but right. it's just fun in a different way. There's some people that love being in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, one of them. And that's what I was about yeah. to say. You, you definitely come across as being one of them. Probably why he teaches all the classes. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see your journey throughout the whole gap Lexi, year. during your internship, did you enjoy being in the classroom? Oh, I did. Thank you. Are you saying it just because I'm sitting here? <laughs> no, no, I, I really genuinely did. And then I also do like being on staff for sure. And it was like good for a time, but I, I, I loved it. Yeah. So I joined the internship, even if you don't like schoolwork. Okay. I wasn't like super into all of my classes in school, but when you're going to do something, learning about things you actually care about, it's yes. so much easier. Yeah, that does make a difference. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we're actually going to get into GoPro footage from- Yeah, that question you asked was super interesting. Yes. Well, it's actually a very interesting clip. It's like 30 seconds long, but this guy was kind of getting a little flustered and mad. It's actually between Esther, who- Used our, to be the our producer. Old producer. Yeah, so sad. No, now Esther's going on and yeah, we have Maggie learning in the classroom because she's another one of the learners who loves being in the class. She um, so is. she's in she's in college again. But yeah, now we have Maggie as our producer, which is awesome too. And so this is a conversation between Esther and uh, a college student in Florida. And so let's just listen to that. The two of them, which meaning, which is meaning, wow, us, (laughs) us, I guess everybody on the podcast, except for me, haven't listened to this clip yet. So it'll be a treat for them as well as you. So let's just get into that right now. So what's the point of this? You're just trying to To shame people on to get abortions? No, no, to expose the reality of what abortion does. Oh, great. It's going to be illegal. You you guys won. We have, no, we haven't. We need to expose the reality that this is still being done. It is still celebrated. We still need to fight this battle. It's about to not, what do you mean? You're winning the battle. DeSantis is going to sign the 15-week ban. This is going to be illegal. What else do you want to win? Huh? We need to we need to work to help change people's minds on this issue because these these children are being dehumanized. Mm. Yeah. So for a little bit of context there, this was a few months ago during our justice ride. And this is in Florida. So this is 
pre the reversal of Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. but it's super applicable now for us to cover because Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Yeah. And so that that's an interesting thing. He was thinking the pro-life movement or pro-lifers in Florida at least were already winning before. Now he's like really thinking that, I'm sure. <laughs> sure, he's like he crying. I'm, yeah, I don't know what he thinks now. But he was saying, okay, basically there's a 15-week ban that just passed the house when this was happening. And so all they had to do is have the governor sign it and it would come into law. But then supposedly now abortion would be illegal and pro-life people would have won their goal, which our goal is not just to ban abortion at 15 weeks. So so we weren't really winning. And so Esther was awkwardly having to try to explain why that wasn't the case. Um, That's just funny right there, right? She was being lectured about us. I know. Right. We get lectured for a lot of things. Not usually how we're winning. Yeah. That's that's definitely a little different. I think it was just because she he wanted us to like pack up and go home like right. oh yeah we are winning. You're hearing his voice right. Oh you won, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So what would y'all say to that? Ethan, I know you were here for the summer talking to a lot of people. Yeah. Um did you ever come across anybody saying um we've won? Why yeah. are you here? I, I listened in on one conversation that Gabe um Vance had with a guy who was kind of pointing out that same thing. He's like, this was after Dobbs had been overturned. He was like, why are you guys out here? You're winning politically. You know, this is on its way to the States. Now, most of them are probably going to ban it. Why are you still out here? And Gabe sort of answered, he's like, because of people like you who still support abortion. That's good. You know, um, ultimately we want to pass laws, but we also really want to change hearts. So, yeah, well, Seth, what do you say? Wait, so we all we all three were there the day that Dobbs, the decision came down, right? We were in the yeah. back of the room the day of action where we have a lot of people coming together like a mini justice ride to learn how to talk about abortion with people on the streets. And we were there when we heard the news. We all celebrated. You guys remember going to outreach immediately after, right? And it was like this this conversation yeah. Esther had was like a, a precursor of what was to come. Being on the streets of downtown Columbus minutes after the Dobbs decision was so weird. People kept saying the same thing like, oh, congratulations, you won, right? I, at least I was hearing that. I don't know if you guys heard that at all, but it was this kind of weird moment. I don't think people know, as Ethan just suggested, what our goal actually is. It's like they misunderstand. They misunderstand our goal. They also have no clue what Dobbs really did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sending abortion back to the States, not banning it across the country. So I think there's a lot of confusion on what our goal is. And so I think this audio clip, listening to it, just reinforces for me the fact that very few people understand what our mission actually is. Well, and I think it kind of comes with not really understanding why abortion is wrong or why we care so much about it. If we want abortion to be illegal because we um, want to control women's bodies, which a lot of people who support abortion think that's our entire goal um, or things like that, or we just want like political power. Right. Because telling someone you cannot kill someone else's body is definitely telling you what you can do with your body. Right. For sure. For sure. So if that's our goal, it's just to like oppress women, um, then I guess, yeah, if we have a 15 week ban, that's going to stop some women from killing um, their babies through abortion, then sure, we've won in a sense, right? And in a small way, but that's not our goal. Right. If your goal is to stop women and only at 15 weeks, then yeah, I guess you've won. Yeah. But we've never suggested that's our goal. Well, and and so this guy, let me know what you think about this. This guy was really upset about, obviously, our um, signs of abortion victims. Mm -hmm. And so he was really wanting us to put those away and say, hey, you don't need to show these. The the debate is over. You're winning. Hmm. Um, Go home. And so what do y'all think about this? Whenever... um, abortion is made more illegal like say in texas right now okay there are no abortion facilities in texas abortion is pretty much you know banned up to birth right uh or up to conception 
at conception, not up to right. conception. Wow. <laughs> There's no baby yet. <laughs> yes. Um, and so do you show abortion victim images in Texas? Do you show these things? Um, because we know that people are still getting illegal abortions and stuff like that. Um, and public opinion hasn't changed necessarily just because law has changed? 100%. I think that's a very important question. So the, which we, I think we all are wrestling with a little bit right now. What does this look like moving forward? If abortion were legal throughout the country, that would be a different story. Women in Texas can go right now to Oklahoma or wherever else they can to get abortions. Um, so if we don't change the hearts and minds of the mothers, then we still um, babies will still keep dying, right? Beyond that, let's imagine that then you have, oh, there's so much we could talk about, right? But like, look at Kansas about mm-hmm. where yeah. where the, the vote happened. And there's a lot of reasons why the Kansas vote happened as it did. We don't have time to get into that. But I think you can see that where a state actually had a referendum showing people who were confused in the referendum, but voting not clearly pro-life, there's a lot of culture work to do. So absolutely, the photos must be out there. Yeah, just let anybody know um, who doesn't didn't keep up with this. Uh, Kansas put on their ballot just you could um, choose to um, acknowledge that abortion wasn't in the state constitution, or or you could reject that and say no abortion is protected in the state constitution. And the hyper majority of um, Kansas citizens said that it was in the state constitution, the right to have an abortion. So, and let's be clear, like we, I think there's a lot of a longer conversation about why that happened, a lot of right. uh, a lot of deception by the pro-choice side. So I don't think it was a fair, real discussion, debate, vote. But I think this is to the point of what you just said, Lexi. Understanding that the hyper majority shows us that we cannot yeah. assume that the culture is on the side of life. Fifty years of legalized abortion changes a nation. Well, yeah. and Ethan, you are kind of joining the anti-abortion movement at a time where Roe versus Wade is overturned and a lot of people's eyes, yeah, you can kind of sit back and relax because it's just going to take maybe a few years and eventually all the conservative states Mm -hmm. are going to outlaw abortion and then we can work on the other states as well following that. But you're looking at this and saying, no, um, now more than ever, I need to get more involved. Why is that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's step it up into high gear. And I think that's because with Dobbs, we have an opportunity um, to capitalize on it being handed back to the states to now go state by state and outlaw abortion. Um, That's not something that's not an opportunity we had before. And I think secondly, even if we even if we went through an outlawed abortion in all 50 states, abortion was outlawed. If you think about the Holocaust, we still have a Holocaust museum where we show people what happened in the past. There's a quote that kind of says, um, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And I think we need to do the same thing with abortion, where even if, you know, state by state we're winning, we still, in those states that have outlawed abortion, need to show these pictures and show people what abortion is. Because if we don't remember what we did in the past, we probably will repeat it somehow in the future. Yeah, and I would say for sure, um, it's hard when you say you're winning in the anti-abortion movement or something like that, because when we're talking about winning, we're talking about less babies dying, Mm -hmm. which is a great thing. But then we also can't really like feel so like empowered, like, oh, we're um, the battle's over whenever there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of children dying every single day. So we kind of can't take that victory because that would then like turn our eyes from the children who are losing their yeah. lives, which obviously when the reversal of Roe versus Wade happened, that was a celebration. But there's the same day we were out on the streets right. continuing to do outreach. We can't just uh, pat, our, pat ourselves on the back and say, let's go home. And Lexi, I have a question for you. I mean, I know that you're guiding the conversation, but I'm curious. So back to this this guy on the on the justice ride talking to Esther. What do you think was his motivation for saying this? 
Like what do you and how would you respond to him if you were in that conversation? Yeah, I think his motivation and I I listened to a little bit more of the context of what he was saying. He was getting really flustered. He was just super mad. He was just like he really just wanted us to go. But I think his motivation was, "Hey, this this ban on abortion at 15 weeks is about to happen." That is like extreme in his mind to ban abortion at 15 weeks. Y'all are winning. Get out of here. Um we're mad. You don't need to keep doing this kind of just trying to say like take what you're getting you're already getting a lot Mm -hmm. um leave us alone that's really what i picked up from him he he also was just like super uh emotionally driven in the conversation and actually there was a girl who walked up behind him and was listening to esther and was like nodding along with her and she was like just so Mm. like shocked by the images and stuff and was just listening like yes we know we need to keep working we haven't won and so i think as people who are against abortion are not um taking a 15-week ban and looking at that and saying like oh we're done Mm. um but people who are in support of abortion do look at that and say hey look all of these other weeks we have now lost in the right to have an abortion Mm -hmm. um and so women are being impressed now more than ever but in reality it's the exact opposite so what do you say to that ethan um when people are saying well you've won or even just saying you know take what you you've been given you've already stripped women of so many rights what do you say to that oh i will absolutely not stop you know you can you can characterize me as stripping rights from women but in doing that you're ignoring the fact that you're stripping rights the right to life from humans human babies um, and so, you know, I'm not going to stop being out on the street until we there are no more children being killed simply for the crime of being too young to defend themselves. You know, and I people will say, yeah, yeah, why don't you just take what you've been given? Be content with that. But no, this is human life that we're dealing with. I'm not I'm not going to be content to just save, you know, half of all babies who are dying. I will celebrate if I can save half of all babies who are dying, but I'm always going to be pushing and always going to be pressing to be able to save as many babies as possible. And I won't stop, you know, until I'm either too old to move or (laughs) dead until baby killing has stopped completely. I'm just not going to play around with lives like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would just add in there. I think that like, so I was remembering the day the Dobbs happened. I was listening to Mark Harrington, our president at Create Equal, talk with someone saying, well, what does this look like now for Create Equal moving forward? Because everyone's wondering what we're going to do now, right? And Mark said, well, we've got to keep abortion illegal in Ohio. And first of all, it's not illegal entirely yet. But even if it were, we've got to keep it illegal. If you think of today, like if anyone tried to make slavery, human slavery legal, they would have no chance in any state house or any any, um, place of power, right? Right. Because we all clearly agree that, uh, that human slavery is unthinkable, disgusting. That's not so with abortion. Again, yeah. we saw that in Kansas. We see it anytime we go to a campus. Yes, there are a lot of people who are pro-life, but a lot of people who think, yeah, it's not so bad. They look at late-term photos of babies who it is illegal to kill in Ohio now still think, I don't know if that's wrong or not. Right. And so you have widespread yeah. consensus. These pictures do not belong in museums. They belong on the streets to keep it illegal to kill babies yeah. even at nine months. So I think that even if this guy were right, we must still be there right now. Even if we had legal victory, and that is a good thing, we should celebrate that legal victory if it happens. But we must still be out there with all of the 
every age of baby aborted to show people why this must keep remain illegal until we have, if ever, that widespread cultural consensus yeah. that is open to the babies and against abortion. And I think that goes back to the effectiveness of showing the victims of abortion and even just the necessity of doing that no matter what and having conversations with people, changing individual minds. Like we said, yes, even if abortion was made illegal, it's not going to necessarily um, do much to change the person's heart unless there is some sort of education behind it right. as to why that is law. And so, um, especially with the increase in use of abortion pills, mm. um, even there was a girl in Nebraska a few months ago who used abortion pills to kill her, um, I believe, 28-week-old baby. And so she and her mom killed her killed her baby at 28 weeks it was old. born baby i think right or it, it was no, no no it was still a fetus it was pre-born? yes it's pre-born baby 28 weeks old and so they they then burned and then buried that baby and then later police found the, the child um anyways and so we recognize that as these people who are using abortion pills that um we wouldn't think they could even kill babies that old yeah. while using them but they did oh yeah mm -hmm. um and so we know that there is probably always going to be a way for people to get the abortion pill right. somehow and so we know that even if it's illegal in a certain state like texas we need to continue to be representing and showing the victims of abortion there because unless we do have that culture change unless we do look at abortion and say oh that's so evil instead of looking at us the people standing next to the signs and saying you're so evil yeah. um then we're going to just keep seeing these deaths over and over and over again right just in the same way that it is totally possible right now to go out any any person go find a young child, take them home, capture them, make them a sex slave. That does happen, right? Yeah. It's rare, but it does happen. Um, but because of the law and the widespread cultural uh, condemnation of sex slavery, it's so rare. So what you're saying, Lexi, will still happen even in even if we gain widespread cultural under understanding abortion is wrong and we have legal victories. Those will happen, but it'll be rare. And yes. that's the way it should be. It should be, it should be non-existent, but at, at yes. minimum, very, very rare, right? We just are not there yet. That's why the photos are so critical for turning hearts and minds to, against abortion. Yep, and I think we'll we'll definitely be able to see that um, as we go on our road trips later on this year. And Which Ethan will do a lot of. Mm -hmm, yes, sure. you're going to be going on a lot of road trips, Ethan. It'll be fun. Those are bags. great. Those are great. But we'll be able to see people's thoughts on abortion. Has it changed since last year? Has it changed? I've, I've yeah, only I'm been here. To hear. I am too. I've been here for three years, and I feel like people are more pro-abortion than ever. Ouch. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, like, as in, I think they're much more bold about mm -hmm. it post COVID. I feel as though people became very emboldened to yeah. be crazy. <laughs> well, right. We should talk sometime about even like how they're becoming more comfortable with phrases like pro abortion and stuff. There is something sure. to that. The, the fringe, I don't know if they're growing, but they're becoming no. more radical and extreme. Sorry. That is true. Yeah, I didn't mean I like there's mean. more people that are now pro abortion. I just think the people who do claim to be pro abortion are stronger than ever yeah. in their um, convictions. Of more honest about their celebration of abortion. Yeah. Than the old idea of choice and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that will definitely be interesting. And so we are looking forward to continue continuing to have conversations like these um, in the months and, I mean, years to come. Everybody listen to the debrief for years. That would be awesome. For years to come. <laughs> make sure you subscribe um, for years to come. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, yes, with that being said, make sure you do subscribe um, wherever you're listening to this podcast. We will be dropping a new episode every single Wednesday. If you have not yet, um, please go follow us on our Instagram. That's at debrief with us we're gonna have some 
content, just extra content that you're not listening to on the podcast and just more updates throughout the week. We would love for you for the second season, first episode, do us a favor by leaving us a five-star review. Um, And let us know if you have any suggestions for um, what you want uh, to see differently on uh, on this new season. Let us know in that review um, what you would like and we will definitely try to um, accommodate to your needs. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) We're not like I said (laughs) try focus on try okay but if you have some great ideas we would love to hear them um so leave us five star review go follow us and subscribe join us next week we are created equal and this has been the debrief